0: Josie DeVidio is a woman with too much time on her hands and a curiosity to explore the human experience with a passion to bring entertaining and informative content to your ears. Real talk, real people. This is Josieology. Hey friends, welcome back to Josieology. I am your host, Josie DeVidio, and today I'm wrapping up season one by answering your questions and reflecting on what I've learned in the past four months of producing this show. This show has been live since July 24th, 2019, but I started working on it about a month before and I've learned so much since then. For example, I have learned that it takes a lot of work to produce a podcast. I have always been a guest on podcast um, shows in my field of dentistry and that was super fun and I enjoyed it so much. And I have a newfound appreciation for the people who are producing these shows because it is a lot of work. And most of us are not to the level where we are hiring people to do the editing or to do the production portion of it. We're doing it just because it's fun and we love it. I am one of those people. I like do-it-yourself style. I'm doing everything right now. And it is a lot of work, but it's been good. I'm learning a lot. I have a newfound respect for people like Ryan Seacrest, okay? Ryan Seacrest, I'm sure he has a podcast. I know he does everything. He's like a producer. He's a host on a radio show. He's, you know, American Idol guy. He has so many projects going on. And yes, he's got a network and a lot of employees working for him to help him produce these shows. But here's what I respect about Ryan Seacrest. He can speak clearly, and he cannot trip over his words. And he doesn't repeat the same phrases over and over again. And he's just a well-spoken guy. And I'm appreciating that now, especially as I'm having to edit my own voice and recordings over and over again. The one thing that I've noticed is that when I first started editing my show, I absolutely hated hearing the sound of my voice. But as you do the process, you have to eventually get over that if you're going to be doing podcasting because you have to listen to your voice over and over and over again. So I'm appreciating Ryan Seacrest right now for the ability to be witty and have conversations where he doesn't trip over his words or misspeak. In the editing of this show, I have noticed that I have certain phrases that I love to say over and over again, and they're driving me nuts. So I'm going to have to learn how to speak better in these shows. For example, I love saying, let's dive in. Let's dive in and go deeper here. I mean, that is what I want to do, but I'm saying it like in every episode multiple times. I guess that means that my guests are interesting to me, and they are. But I should, you know, have a repertoire of other sayings and phrases to use because it's getting a little redundant. I'm also discovering that I'm notorious for tripping over my words and transposing words. I don't know if I have like a brain tumor or what is going on, but I, in my head, it sounds right. But then when I listen to it, I'm like transposing words and tripping over them all the time. So that's just something I'm gonna have to learn to figure out as I go along. You guys, uh, if you're watching me on Facebook Live, you will hear that I'm coughing a lot and clearing my throat. That is another fantastic thing about podcasting is that I can edit all of that out. So (laughs) when you guys listen to this show as you're driving later on, you will see that I have magically edited out all my throat clearing pauses. I have the fun privilege of having allergies and this season has been predominantly bad. So in my recording of these shows, I have had a lot of coughing and throat clearing going on that has taken me a long time to edit out. But hopefully, as time goes on, and I learn to better manage my allergies, that should start to go away. Today, it's going to be particularly bad because today is um, it's October, I don't know, 10th, I think when I'm recording this. And we're having some crazy wind event here in Southern California. And I'm hoping that I don't have to edit out all the ambient uh, wind rustling at my window here. But it's going to be wreaking havoc on my allergies. So the next few episodes that I record should be a lot of fun. So, you know, having this podcast, it has been a steep learning curve for me, but it's been good for me to be completely, um, you know, to be focused on something that's completely not related to dentistry. It's been a refreshing change for me. I practiced clinical dentistry for over 22 years and I loved all of it, but I'm taking a little break right now for health reasons, and. You know, doing this podcast has been a really nice distraction for me and something to keep my brain busy while I'm on this break. It has been a really good exercise for my brain. I mean, some days, you know, I'm done with my work for the show and I tell my husband, like, I'm, my brain hurts. All the stuff that I've had to learn how to do today, it just is so different than what I'm trained to do. So it's been hurting my brain, but I'm taking that as a good thing. I think it's good that at this age, I'm learning something new exercising that part of my brain and loving it. It's been super fun, but it has been you know, way more technical than I expected. I've learned that I move around a lot when I talk, which leads to sound issues because I'm moving in and out away from my mic. So I'm trying to practice that because I record a lot of my interviews with video so I can see my guests. So we're not talking over each other as much. I can see myself as I'm talking. And I've learned that even though this is a purely audio production for me, true to Italian form, I use my hands a lot when I'm talking. And if you're watching on Facebook Live, I'm sure you've caught on to that already. So I um, am learning to, and maybe that adds to my movement and, and my sound issues. So I'm going to have to learn to sit on my hands or something. I don't know. I, I'm working that out. But as I mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm recording these interview episodes through a program called Zoom which many of you I'm sure are familiar with. And overall it's been great, but internet recording is super unpredictable, and I've had, you know, some issues with sound. I've had some guests who live out of the country or in really dense cities like San Francisco, and my sound has been a little funky in those episodes because I think of the internet issues. This frustrates me because I have these perfectionistic tendencies, and I want the show to sound perfect. And so when I'm editing, you know, when things are not perfect, or I haven't learned yet how to make it perfect, it gets really frustrating for me. But frustration leads to an opportunity for learning. So it's been a good experience for me overall. Speaking of editing, there's like a whole nother language that I'm learning when it comes to editing this show. There's words like outros and normalizing and just a bunch of stuff that again is way out of my wheelhouse. But Thank God there's a a huge community of people who are podcasters who are super helpful. And thanks to the power of YouTube, I can learn how to do a lot of things. So I am learning how to remove the ums. Um, I just said it, how to remove the ums from what I say. And you know, what's ironic is in the sound wave of the word um, it's like this perfect wave. And so it makes me sad when I have to cut that out because... Those words are perfectly enunciated. And the rest of the time when I'm editing, sometimes it gets a little dicey because I can't edit out the word and make it sound clear. But the word um, which has to come out, is always perfect and clear. So that's interesting. In regards to my guests, while many of my guests I have known personally, I'm also being connected with a bunch of new people. And I am loving getting to know these people and their passion projects. And that's one of the things that I love about podcasting is that I can ask people questions that I wouldn't normally be able to ask them if we were just grabbing a cup of coffee or if I had just met them at a cocktail party or something. It would, you know, the questions I ask would be too intrusive, but podcasting allows me to ask these questions. These questions are popping up in my head when we're speaking anyway. So if you and I are at coffee or having lunch while you're talking to me, I have a thousand questions that I want to ask you. but I know that those questions will be a little too much or a little too intense, so I'm not gonna ask them. <laughs> but but if you're a guest on my show, I'm gonna ask those questions because they make for good conversation and for an interesting episode. So I've been loving that part of podcasting. Over the past several weeks, I would say I have asked periodically on my social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, I've been asking for listeners to ask me questions. And some of you have submitted questions to me. So I'm going to be answering those today. By the way, if you want to join me on social media, if you're an Instagrammer, you should join me at Josiology podcast and follow us over there. By us, I mean me. I don't know why I say us. It's just me. But that's a fun place that I like to hang out. And I do post some different things there than I do in the group on Facebook because it's just a different platform and it's a different way of communicating or being like the native language of Instagram is different than Facebook. And on Facebook, I'm allowed to do uh, different things like post articles or more involved posts. So if you do both Facebook and Instagram, then you should follow me on both because I do post different things on those uh, in those two platforms. But either way, no matter where you hang out, I am at Joseology Podcast on those two platforms. I also have a private Facebook group that you should come and hang out in because as it grows, it's going to get more interactive. The Facebook groups, you know, Facebook allows groups to be seen by more people than the page. You know, Facebook is on to us. So if, you know, I have a lot of followers on the page, that's great for one reason, but It doesn't show what I post to very many page followers, but what I post in the Facebook group gets shown to way more people. And I'd like for you to come hang out there because as the seasons move on, as the shows move on, I have a lot more promotional items and deals for you guys that I love getting deals for the listeners and coupons, promo codes. I'm a huge fan. So that's where I'm going to be promoting those things predominantly. So if you want to join us in the Josiology podcast, private Facebook group, where right now as I'm recording this, people are watching me record live on a Facebook live, you can request to be a member there and you will need a password to get in. So the password for today will be season one. All right, if you just type in season one, I will know that you heard about joining the group on the season one wrap up show and I will let you in. All right, so back to my original thought, which was that in those platforms, I was asking listeners to ask me questions. And some people are shy, and so they would email them to me, um, which, if you want to email me, it's josie at joseology.com. But the questions that I have been asked were things like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Why am I doing a podcast? You know, honestly, I don't know that I have a concrete answer to why. I just woke up one day and I looked at my husband and I said, I think I'm going to do a podcast. And he was like, okay. (laughs) So I just started doing it. What I'm learning is that I just, I have a lot of things that I'm curious about and I know a lot of people. But again, to ask them these questions when I'm at their house for a dinner party or having coffee with them, it just seems weird. But when I can ask them under the guise of, hey, this is going to make for a good interview, I want to ask you these questions, it just works out. So I'm really enjoying exploring the different aspects of humanity in this way. And so for me, I guess it's kind of selfish and that I'm just doing it for me. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it. And I see it as a way to give back to the community because I do know a lot of people who have a specific area of expertise and they're willing to talk to me. So it's like, okay, well, give me some of your goods. Let's share this with people. I happen to have a little bit of a platform, you know, for some reason people are listening to me. And so thank you. And so I want to provide value to you as a listener. And if I can teach you something or inspire you to take action or inspire you to improve your life, or, you know, maybe plant a seed that will prompt you to impact your community. Like for me, that's a win. For me, that's a, hey, I was interested in something, I explored it, and it prompted someone, it inspired someone to do something. And so it's a ripple effect for me. And I think that's super cool. So To answer the question of why am I doing this? And that's like the best way I can articulate that right now. I'm doing it because it's fun and because I am enjoying it. And I'm hoping that it impacts and influences the listeners. Another question that I am being repeatedly asked is, are you making any money doing this? (laughs) And the simple answer is no, I don't make any money doing this. I was making money practicing dentistry. I am taking a break from that right now. I do not make any money from podcasting. If anything, it costs me money. (laughs) So um, in fact, if you know someone who wants to give me money to do this podcast, I am all ears because... (laughs) As I've already mentioned, it does take up a lot of time and effort and I am enjoying it. But moving forward at some point, if I continue to do this for multiple seasons, I'm going to have to figure out a way to monetize it. Not because I'm trying to make a living off of it, but at least to pay my expenses for producing the show. So, you know, unlike Ryan Seacrest, I am, no, I'm not making any money doing this. Um, Now, periodically you'll hear ads in the show. Um, I'm helping some friends and guests promote their passion projects or things that I think will provide value to the listener. And so you'll hear that I'm giving a promo code for something or uh, there's 20% off of this or something like that. On some of these ads, not all of them, but on some of them, if you end up signing up for something, they'll give me like, they'll throw like a couple of dimes at me. You see what I'm saying? So like, They'll give me like an affiliate referral fee, let's say, but it's, I mean, I'm not getting rich doing this. And again, all that money, whenever it comes in, which none of it has, <laughs> will be going towards paying for stuff. Um, every aspect of this podcast has a fee associated with it. So it would be mainly going towards paying for that kind of stuff. So no, I'm not getting rich off of podcasting. But if you happen to know Ryan Seacrest and maybe, you know, he can hook me up, teach me how to do that. I'm all ears. Okay, so the other question I get asked is, well, basically, what is my accent all about? I, I did have a Facebook video about this, I think, or maybe Instagram, I don't remember. But my accent is, well, oh, okay, so that's the other thing. When I'm hearing the episodes back during the editing, I forget what I sound like. My accent is a Chicago accent. I was born and raised in Chicago. I have not lived in Chicago for like, let's see, 25 years you know roughly and so the fact that i still have a chicago accent that still comes out is kind of fascinating to me because when i hear myself speaking i don't hear that accent but when i hear the recorded voice of myself i'm like oh yeah i'm totally chicago where did that come from so that is the story about my accent so i'm chicago with the california mentality with you know the chicago attitude with the italian attitude i guess right so chicago girl living in la but throw Italian at it. And that's pretty much my accent right there. I have been asked about my favorite episode from season one, which one did I love the most. And to be honest, I cannot pinpoint one episode that is my favorite because I love them all. I love them all. I love all the episodes. They're all like my baby. I mean, I research the guests. I come up with stuff I want to ask them. I meet the guests. I kind of fall in love with the guest. I mean, just getting to know them Uh, and their stories. And just it gives me a different insight and like into humanity. And I really needed that at this time in my life. So I just really needed a way to kind of start really loving people again. And interviewing these people has allowed me to do that. And so I love all of my episodes for different reasons. I love them all. I don't have a favorite. I know that's like maybe sounds like a cop out, but it's the truth. I, I don't have a favorite. They're all great to me. Okay, so I still get this question about how to listen to the show. So I'm going to ask you, if you are listening to this show, to tell a friend about it and to show them how to listen to the show. A lot of people either, like I can only speak to iPhones because I don't really know what an Android phone looks like. But a lot of people don't even understand what the podcast app icon is all about. So I literally at dinner parties will say to my friend, give me your phone. I will show them, see this. This is the podcast listening app, and then I will show them how it works and I will subscribe them to the show. And so you might have to do that for a friend because a lot of people haven't delved into podcasts yet, and so they don't even know how to do it. I do have videos on how to subscribe on my Facebook page as well as the Josieology Podcast private Facebook group. But if you're hanging out with a friend, and you share the show with them, just go ahead and just say, hey, do I have permission to add it to your phone and just do it because it's much easier. So I still get that question. How do I listen? Now, the other question I get is if you're listening, does it use data? No. If you're downloading the episodes while you're at home and on Wi-Fi, it will not use data. It will use your Wi-Fi to download the episodes to your phone. And then when you're out and about driving or jogging or whatever, you can listen to what has been downloaded to your phone and it doesn't use data. So those are like the technical questions that I get about listening. Now, gosh, this is hard to do without a guess. I'm like talking your ear off and I'm getting tired. (laughs) Now I know why I have guests for every show. Okay. So moving forward, what is in store for season two? I'm super excited about season two. I have already recorded some interviews. I have a lot of great episodes coming up. They include things like organizing and decluttering, you know, how that affects your, not just your physical space, but your mental space and your emotional space. I have an interview about highly sensitive people, which I find super interesting That topic is like, it's kind of like the red car on the freeway syndrome for me. Like, you know, once you see a red car and you notice it, and then all of a sudden you see red cars everywhere you go, like it just stands out somehow. I've noticed that about this topic about highly sensitive people. I read it somewhere and all of a sudden I see it everywhere I go. So I have an expert on that coming onto the show to tell me what is a highly sensitive person and how to know if you are one and i suspect a lot of us who are listening to the show are that once you hear what the characteristics are of that i don't know label i guess i hate labels but of of that you will understand that you are probably a highly sensitive person and it'll make sense to you how you interact with the world because of that i have a retired oh gosh i want to okay i don't want to say her title because i i want to honor her service by saying it right so let's just say i'm going to have a guest who has a purple heart from the military, and she's going to be talking to us about okay, let me say this carefully about how to take change by the cojones. <laughs> I, I might have to edit that out. I don't know. I can't think of another way to say it. But basically, her life changed because of a significant event, and you know, a lot of people are scared of change, but she has like a protocol or a program on how to look at change and how to make it work for you in your life. And so I'm super excited to interview her. I'm also going to be interviewing a colonel of the United States Army, and she's going to be telling us about how to be a great leader, like how to honor your personality, your true self, how to not change who you are and still be a great leader. I'm super excited to interview her because I did my little meet and greet with her and I'm reading her book right now. And I'm like, like I said, I just fell in love with her and her story and I can't wait to interview her. I have a couple of guests coming on to talk about how to deal with grief and how to deal with aging parents because in my age range, these are the things we're starting to have to prepare for and deal with. So it's kind of, that's going to be a, a rough time of life for all of us. So if we can get some experts on here to kind of give us some tips and tricks on how to deal with these stages of life that we're going to have to deal with, whether we like it or not, you know, that's going to be a really interesting set of episodes that will provide listeners a lot of value. And I have many more, but honestly, I'm losing my voice. I can tell all this talking. So, you know, when you do a podcast, people want you to have a niche. They want you to um, have like a a reason for doing the podcast. Like, okay, I'm an organized living person. So all my shows are about being organized. Or I am a mom of preschoolers. So all my shows are about having kids or whatever. I have to say, like, you get a lot of pressure when you're in the space to have a niche, to have like, like a thing, you know, you have to have a thing. Well, for me, I don't have that. Right now I don't feel like I need to have that. Right now, I feel like I'm like the Oprah of like small town podcasting. Like, I just want to talk about whatever I want to talk about, whatever I find is interesting. And I think that a lot of people, I mean, at least statistically it seems that way, are resonating with my guests and with what we're talking about. You know, after a show airs, after a few days, I get statistics on how many people listened and how long they listened for and when did they kind of start losing interest and stuff. So I can tell by my statistics what people are interested in hearing about. And so far I don't feel like I have to have a niche. Right now, like I said, I'm just enjoying meeting the people, getting to know them, hearing their story, and having them share with us what their area of expertise is so that listeners can derive value from it and hopefully it can inspire them, improve their lives, and maybe even do something that can impact the community around them. So we all have the power to do that. Okay. So that is the wrap up of season one. And what is to come in season two, I'm hoping that you'll stick around. I am going to be taking a small hiatus in order for me to prepare for season two. So in this time of my hiatus, I would encourage you to go back and listen to any episodes that you have missed. I would encourage you to be active and engage with me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Josiology Podcast on both of those. So if you want to join me in the Josiology Podcast (laughs) private (laughs) Facebook group, use the password season one to get in. And that way I know you're coming from this episode. I'm going to be active on all those platforms while I'm on hiatus and producing the season two episodes. So I hope that you'll stay tuned. Please share this show with a friend. If any of the shows, if you've found any value in them, or you know someone that would be interested in hearing that episode, I would love it and be honored if you would take the time to share that episode with a friend, you know, you could text it to them even, or to share that episode on your social media platforms. That would really mean a lot to me. So thank you so much for tuning in, my loyal Joseologist. Thank you for joining me today on Facebook Live. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you and hearing what you think about season two. I will see you on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to Joseology. Be sure to visit joseology.com to access the show notes and discover fantastic bonus content. To join the conversation, find us on Facebook or Instagram with username at Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.